continuing in 1 John chapter 2, beginning in verse 15. Do not love the world, nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. The world is passing away, and also its lusts. But the one who does the will of God lives forever. In order to understand what John is writing to the churches in Asia, we must understand clearly to what he is referring when he writes the world. And the subject matter is treacherous. One can easily stumble into Gnosticism if one is not careful. You see, Gnostics believe God made a mistake when he created the world. And yep, when he created us. What Gnostics failed to grasp is this. The world and the two humans in it was perfect. We were created in their image. Enter Satan. What God allowed was a test for Adam and Eve, and subsequently us. And they failed tragically. The bait was too alluring. Moses, in Genesis 3, explains, Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden? The woman said truthfully to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat from it, or touch it, or you will die. The serpent said, or lied, to the woman, You surely will not die, for God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Eve made the error, along with the Gnostics, thinking it is possible for humans to be like God. She, along with Adam, failed God's willful test. The consequences for them and the world were swift and righteous.
we discover once God had pronounced sentence on the serpent, on Eve, and finally upon Adam, that the perfect world became closed to mankind, leaving an imperfect world. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might stretch out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and at the east of the Garden of Eden, he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. You see, the world left to Adam and his offspring became separated and was even destroyed in the days of Noah. The world about which John writes is the one that grew out of Noah and his offspring and gave rise to all forms of sin and corruption. It is the world that some cling to all too tightly. It is the world that the same tempter who deceived Adam and Eve tried to deceive our Savior in Luke 4, beginning in verse 5. And he led him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, it shall all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. It is the world about which Jesus warned in Mark 8, verses 36 and 37. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what? will a man give in exchange for his soul. It is the world that Jesus came to save, as he told Nicodemus in John 3:16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. 
For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. John wrote about the three temptations that attract us to the world. The lust of the flesh. In Genesis 3.6, Eve, after being lied to by the serpent, saw that the fruit of the forbidden tree was good for food. The lust of the eyes. Also, in the same tragic progression toward the first sinful act, Eve came to see the fruit as a delight to the eyes. The boastful pride of life. Finally, tempted by the lie of Satan, rather than remembering the command of God, the Father Almighty, Eve foolishly believed that the tree was desirable to make one wise. Worst of all, Eve did not fear God. Any of these three failings was fatal. But listening to Satan rather than God seems to be the most persistent. Satan lied in Genesis 3.5. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. This is the flawed and fatal foundation of Gnosticism, a trap we would do well to avoid. For now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.